This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec, the place to stay updated and educated. Tech Guide, episode 382. Hello and welcome to the show. Thanks for listening. My name is Stephen Fennec and I'm the editor of techguide.com.au. And I've just returned from the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas. And the old saying is, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. But not this time. I'm going to tell you everything. We're going to cover all the major announcements from CES. That's going to cover TV, smart products, wearables, smartwatches, smartphones, and even flying cars. We're going to also take a look at the quirky products we uncovered in the halls of CES, including devices for your dogs, a pillow that can stop you snoring, and we'll finish off with answering all your tech questions in the Tech Guide help desk. And it's all brought to you by Netgear, the company that keeps you connected, and Norton, the company that keeps you protected. Well, as I said, we've just returned from Las Vegas, the Massive consumer electronic show. That's the biggest tech show of the year, and it always uh, always happens in January. That was actually my 16th consumer electronic show in a row. I've been going since 2005, so I have seen quite a lot of changes over the years. But the big thing about CES, a lot, a lot, the major focus, one big product that's always popular at CES and a product that companies release and unveil at CES are televisions and this year was absolutely no exception. We're going to talk about the TVs announced by LG, Samsung and Hisense. Now each have their own technologies, their own formats and their own strategy for 2020. So let's kick it off with LG. They're uh, the company that is exclusively releasing OLED, O-L-E-D, that's Organic Light Emitting Diode. So they're among the big brands, I should say. They, they, they have uh, OLED as their main format. They also offer Quantum Dot. They now call it NanoCell technology. But OLED's also offered by Sony and Panasonic, which are actually sourced by LG from LG Display, which I'm going to talk about in a little bit later as well. We've got a chance to look at uh, the OLED technology and what we can expect to see. But LG, they kicked off CES as they normally do each year. Their press conference is the first, and they've really extended their OLED leadership. They've got a, some a whole new, all new technology, a new processor that's powering their TVs as well. 4K and 8K were also very prominent in the lineup, uh, and we also saw a TV again that we saw last year that was introduced: the OLED R. That was the roll-up TV. Do you remember that one that had? It used to come up out of the of the cabinet, 65-inch TV. Then when you'd finish watching, it can roll back down into the cabinet again. Uh, really impressive. That wasn't released in 2019, but LG has confirmed it will be coming to market this year, uh, and that market is likely to include Australia. Now, I don't really want to guess how much it's going to cost. It won't be cheap, but it is a spectacular television. The other TVs they announced too was an update of their wallpaper TV. So that's an OLED screen that literally sticks to the wall like wallpaper. It's only like four millimetres off the wall and it's got a separate sound bar and that's also where all the circuitry of the TV and the inputs go. But the one that really caught my eye is the is the LG Gallery TV. Now this is a television that is two centimetres thick 
and f- sits flush on the wall when mounted like a work of art. Now, anyone who's ever seen an LG television, uh, and I, I've got one here, the top of the screen, an OLED, because it doesn't have backlight, it is remarkably thin. So a lot of design options. Now, current OLED TV, the top of the TV is the thickness of a $2 coin. But if you look on the bottom half of the TV, that's actually quite fat because that's where all the circuitry, the inputs and everything are stored, all, all the guts of the television are down below. So what LG's done is kind of spread all of that, evened it out along the back of this screen, give it this consistent look and feel so that it's still only two centimetres thick. Uh, so And it's got these curved, these edges that slant inwards, down-firing speakers off the bottom edge. It's going to be available in 55, 65 and 77-inch sizes as well. So this ultra-thin form factor, less than two centimetres thick, uh, looks amazing. There's actually a picture on my story on Tech Guide, me holding a quarter next to the TV. So the thickness of a quarter, so width-wise, so the width of a quarter, uh, is how much uh, this this TV uh, protrudes from the wall. So we're going to expect to see this in the first half of the year, hopefully. Uh, and I'm really excited by that one. The other TVs they had were their 8K TVs, and LG made a big deal about calling their TVs real 8K. And by that they mean that they meet the very strict requirements of the Consumer Technology Association. So they've got an official definition of what a, an 8K Ultra TV has to do to, be, to, to, to earn the logo 8K Ultra HD. And it's all to do with contrast modulation and how these TVs present their image. And they meet the specific, they meet 90% of the specification rather than some lower specifications earned by other brands. So their their claim to fame here is that they have the highest ranking in the in qualifying for those with those CTA requirements. The other thing uh, LG announced, of course, the TV is going to be powered by their brand new Alpha Nine Generation Three processor. Now this is going to add a lot of uh, features, including upscaling it's going to it's going to also have auto genre detection so it knows whether you're watching a movie playing a game or watching sport so it'll it'll adjust the image uh, to 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 suit it'll also uh, the upscaling like in real time uh, upscale voices and faces and, and just make everything look really good dolby vision hdr dolby atmos sound on board as well but here's another feature that i think uh, there was a bit of controversy around this when some major filmmakers and actors, including Tom Cruise and Christopher McQuarrie, were complaining about how a lot of the latest, the, the, the recent model televisions, uh, they have all these motion smoothing and improvement technologies that make, that really pump up the film, reduce the noise and do all those sorts of things. Well, LG has announced a filmmaker mode. Not surprisingly, it's had a massive support from Hollywood because... They want you to watch on your TV their film as it was intended to be enjoyed. So in this mode, the TV disables motion smoothing, noise reduction, and image sharpening. So it retains its its original aspect ratio, its colors, frame rate. So that's the original vision of the director that you're going to be watching. Really interesting whether people care about this, whether they are. I know purists will probably want to see the film as its as its director intended it to be viewed, so rather than all this technology coming in and smoothing things out and reducing noise and, and all those sorts of things, we're going to see it 
as it was originally imagined. Uh, the WebOS platform has also been improved and will now also incorporate Disney Plus. Uh, well, it's also already got Disney Plus, but it's also going to have Apple TV. So customers uh, can subscribe to Apple TV Plus and also the Apple TV channels, as well as accessing their iTunes video library as well. So uh, exciting news all round from LG. Their TVs are very impressive, and we're hoping to see them before the first half of the year. Now, over at Samsung, they had a lot to talk about as well. Uh, they had their micro LED TV. This is the TV they call the wall. That was at the front of their booth, and it showed that it can be configured to any size, any aspect ratio, any resolution in your home or office. So they, they did announce there will be a customer, a consumer solution to this as well. So it's not just a commercial application here. And the it looked amazing on the front of the uh, of the stand. It looked remarkable that just the size and the clarity of this TV was absolutely incredible. But uh, that isn't uh, the bread and butter of their stand. Was their 4K and 8K TVs? Uh, their lifestyle TV, the Cero. We're going to talk about it a little bit later. But their 4K and 8K TVs were sensational. I think what captured what was their flagship model though was the 950. TS. Now, this was the TV. This is their flagship television, Quantum.TV, with an Infinity display. So that means when you look at this TV, it's called Infinity because there's no bezel. There's hardly any black line around it as well. So it's truly bezel-free look. So it's this boundless look. All you're looking at is the television. Uh, and... The, the design-wise, it really looks amazing. It's just the, this super thin bezel. The bezel is the frame around your TV, by the way. If you can see your TV right now, have a look at the black frame that's around the television. Older TVs obviously have thicker bezels than others. But even, even last year's TVs, if you had a one-centimeter bezel or maybe slightly smaller, that was impressive. Imagine now not having that bezel at all and not even having hardly a black line around the edge of the screen inside as well. That That's how impressive this was. This is their flagship. The Q950TS really pushes the boundaries of design. What it also includes, though, is a new technology that's going to be across all their television range, their, their 2020 range, is object tracking. And this is a, an, audio, an audio feature that allows the TV, there, there are eight speakers located on the edges of the TV. By the way, that, that 950TS, the speakers are built into the edges of the television. So even though they're thin, the speakers are also located in there as well. So with the object tracking, the OTS, object tracking sound, it analyzes the sound input and then pans the sound around the screen on a horizontal plane. So for example, if a something, if an object's moving left to right across the screen, the left speakers will react first and then the right speakers will react last. So it gives you that that audio motion across the screen. So imagine that. And, and, it, and they're going to also sell sound bars. So that'll work even with the sound bar as well. So imagine the, having that, what they're going to call the Q Symphony going on. The sound quality is going to be stunning with these 2020 televisions. Uh, so yeah, there, there's also things like auto-spatial intelligence. They so can recognise noise in the room and increase the voices coming from the screen. It can adapt to the brightness of the room. Uh, so all these features to really optimise your viewing experience in your home. Very exciting stuff from them. 
Uh, they've also got uh, variable refresh rates as well on their TVs. The LG OLED TVs, by the way, also have that feature. They have variable refresh rate and also have uh, refresh rates and response times that are actually better. This is the OLED, LG OLEDs, better than a dedicated gaming monitor. So if, you, if you're a gamer looking for a fast TV, it's also NVIDIA FreeSync as well on board, then an LG OLED's pretty good. They've even released a 48-inch LG OLED to for these gamers. So that's small enough to be put on a desktop so they can use it as a gaming monitor. But uh, yeah, really impressive there. Uh, and Samsung also impressive, but let's also talk about Hisense. Now, Hisense uh, really had a massive year in 2019, and and from what they've released at, at CES, I think they're going to have a massive 2020 as well. They had their ULED TVs, which is kind of the bread and butter of their selection here. This is their, their entry-level TVs using their proprietary Quantum Dot technology, Quantum Dot, Dolby Vision, Dolby Atmos, uh, standard across their premium ULED range. They're going to have entry-level and then this premium range. So there's quite a big jump so you, you can kind of say that you 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 hit the premium level earlier in the high sense range so they're going to really have an exciting year there 4k and 8k tvs as well they also announced the new laser tv which is their trichroma 4k tv it's called trichroma because it uses red blue and green lasers to bring you this amazing color gamut much better brightness too, 3,200 lumens of brightness, so that even in a bright room at the, at the middle, in the middle of the day, you'll still be able to watch this short throw projector, which can achieve image sizes up to 150 inches, which is remarkable. Don't know the price of that yet. It'll probably be 20,000 plus, but achieving a 150-inch projection image, and I know because I've got it in my theatre here, it is quite expensive in terms of screen, projector, you need a receiver, speakers. The laser TV has that all in one. In fact, we we review the 2019 version and very impressed. It was at $19,999, but you are getting a 100-inch image from a projector, speakers built in, everything, TV tuner, everything's built in. So for what you get for the money compared to what you need to do, to put together a projection package the traditional way, then it's actually quite economical. It's not badly priced. Now, they're expecting this in the second half of the year, the Trichroma Laser TV. But my favourite part of the Hisense stand wasn't the Laser TV. Uh, it was the ULED XD TVs. Now, this is using dual cell technology. And by that, I mean, imagine having two panels in one television. So the back panel is a monochrome panel. The front panel is colour. So imagine having two of them together. The back panel, being monochrome, handles all the backlight, the dimming zones. So it, it, it really dictates how much backlight's let through. And because of that second colour layer, that just concentrates on giving you the bright colours. So it's kind of best of both worlds here. You're getting OLED quality black levels because it creates 2 million plus dimming zones. And you're getting the brightness of an LED TV. Now, that was remarkable. We have shared, by the way, videos of the LG booth tour, Samsung and Hisense booth tours. So all the TVs we've just spoken about, you can watch our videos that we created on Tech Guide, uh, techguide.com.au, or you can go to our Tech Guide AU channel on YouTube. They're all there for you. So everything we've spoken about is not only on Tech Guide, but also on YouTube. We shot a few videos at CES just so you can see, as well as hear about, 
the quality of these new TVs and what we can expect to see. You want to read more about that? You know where to head, techguide.com.au or YouTube, your choice. But everything's there for you to see. LG, Samsung and Hisense TVs, really exciting coming in 2020. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec. Alrighty, next up, we're still talking TVs, but these are TVs with a difference. We're going to start with the Samsung Cero. They're calling this a lifestyle TV because it is aimed at millennials. It is aimed at Gen Z because it's a television that can be viewed both in the horizontal orientation, which is the normal way we, we watch television, or in the vertical horiz- orientation. And the name is actually called Cero because Cero is the Korean word for vertical. So this is a TV with a stand and the, the, the screen can switch between horizontal and vertical when it's connected to your Galaxy phone. You simply turn it upright, it'll go vertical, turn it on its side, it'll go horizontal. So this it was originally launched in South Korea, but Samsung are going to expand this, including to Australia. So... It connects to a user's mobile device and mirror what's on the screen. So if you've got, if you're looking through your Instagram feed or Snapchat, whatever, it that's in vertical mode. So the the TV, rather than looking at a small screen, you can look at a 43 inch screen and see all your content there. Switch it over if so you want to watch a YouTube video or something, a movie, whatever. Catch up on a streaming service. Turn it around horizontal, and the TV mirrors that not only the horizontal orientation but the content as well and you'll be seeing that in all its glory. This is uh, coming to Australia, definitely. No word on pricing just yet, but we think this is going to be popular. The uh, the Cero TV, it has only, as I said, only been seen in Korea, but it is coming definitely, Samsung tells me, definitely coming to Australia. Now, the other thing we did was, uh, I mentioned earlier, LG and their OLED displays. Uh, and and meanwhile, my Siri is, talk, is, is talking to me now, so be quiet there. Uh, anyway, what was I talking about? LG displays. Uh, we did talk earlier about their OLED uh, technology, and LG Display is actually a separate company from LG Electronics. So uh, they do business with LG in the same way they do business with Sony and Panasonic and all these other companies who want who wanted an OLED panel. So we were lucky enough to go behind the scenes at LG Display to see the OLED screens of the future. So, yes, they're using OLED screens for televisions, and we'll talk about that. But there are uses for OLED screens in other parts uh, of our lives, including on an aeroplane. They had one example, a setup of a first-class seat, and it had an OLED that was used as a partition between the passenger and the aisle. Now, this this panel can be see-through, so transparent, can be used to display a message like do not disturb or attention required, or can just be a, an opaque wall, could be just so that you cannot see into the cabin. So that, that's the versatility of the OLED from LG Display. Now, inside the cabin is this massive seat, OLED, mini OLED screens, touch screens, so you can control the seat and the screen and whatever you're watching. But the in front of the passenger is a 65-inch LG display, an OLED display, that when you want to watch something, a movie, the seat moves forward and the screen bends 
around the viewer. So it really it just bend forward, and then you can you're looking at this curved OLED display to give you this a more immersive effect. So you can get right into the movie that you're watching on the plane. That was really really impressive. Uh, the the showcase also had a few screens that I think are going to be the future televisions released by LG. Now, one was an 88-inch and 77-inch OLED displays that weren't just good to look at, but they also had speakers. So they were able to create sound. One of them had 11 different speakers built into the screen. So imagine having that kind of audio response from the screen. No other speakers around, still a really thin OLED panel, but speakers, sound coming to you. I put my ear to the television and heard sounds coming from different parts, even touched the screen and felt the vibration of the sound. So looked incredible and sounded incredible as well. Now, other areas we're going to see OLED are in commercial situations. Like uh, one example they had was a vending machine. There's a really long, narrow screen down the right-hand side. That can be a, a, an OLED screen, an elevator, sc- a touch touchpad beside the elevator to not only tell you what floor you're on, choose choose what floor you want to go, things like that. And it can also display news and weather and whatever you want. But in a retail situation, transparent OLEDs can also be used. And the examples they showed us was, uh, a, like, there was one of a clothing retailer. So they had behind the transparent OLED was the actual, some shirts. So actual clothing behind there. So you're able to choose which shirt you want, but then also put on top of the shirt a matching accessory, like a tie or cufflinks and things like that. So you can see them, what they look like on the shirt. So you just scroll through them. So the real shirt's there, and the a transparent screen lets you see the shirt through the screen, but also then uh, puts it represents the tie. So it puts the tie on to show you what it will look like. It's amazing. Same thing can be used like in a hardware store or a furniture store to see what colour walls, what your, your walls are going to look like, different colours, and also what furniture would look like in your room. So you would upload the picture of your room, and then you'd be able to place bits of furniture and colour the walls how you want. So that's, again, another use of the transparent OLEDs. Now, another place where we're going to see OLED TVs, OLED screens, I should say, is in the car. LG Display confirmed there were three manufacturers, car manufacturers, one in Europe, one in America, one in China, that are going to use their P-OLED displays, P short for plastic displays in their cars. Now, why P-OLED? Because these screens need to be curved and shaped. So you can't really do that with a glass panel, but a plastic panel, you can. So you can have contours and various shapes. You can bend them quite sharply as well. Uh, The LG Wave, which was the 55 uh, OLED screens at the front of the LG booth, you can see that in our video on YouTube as well, they were using 55-inch OLED panels. Some were bent plastic panels bent uh, in concave and convex shapes. But in the car, the whole dashboard can be the, the, the screen in front of the driver, even in the middle of the car, the center console, even the side mirrors can be small OLED screens. That you can they're touch screens, you can move them around, change the angle of the of the of the view through the mirror. So really fascinating. They also had a laptop too that had it, it looked like a tablet and then you can fold it up to look like a laptop and we understand Lenovo and Dell uh, have sourced LG Display for their first-generation bendable laptops as well. LG Display and Samsung Cero. If you want to find out more, check it out at techguide.com.au. 
Next up, we're talking about some of the other announcements we've we've seen uh, at CES, and the first is actually a partnership between Uber and Hyundai. That's right, Uber has partnered with Hyundai to create their air taxis. So this was, uh, and we saw this on the stand again. There's a YouTube video for you to watch uh, of our of our video of the the SA1, which is the Hyundai Air Taxi. Uh, Uber has partnered with Hyundai. A lot of people thought, why why Hyundai? They're a car company. Why would they be partnering with them? Well, the reason is that Uber recognises Hyundai, an automotive company, but they are good at mass production. So they've been tasked with producing and deploying the air vehicle. So they're a global manufacturer. So they've got experience manufacturing passenger cars on a global scale, and they want them to take over that task for them so that, uh, that that within a few years we'll see Uber air taxis in the sky. Now, Uber Elevate is this uh, is the program that we're going to see. Melbourne has been shortlisted as one of the cities where the trials for Uber Elevate are going to take place. So Hyundai is going to develop this thing called the PAV, the Passenger Aerial Vehicle. Uh, it'll take off and land vertically for ride-sharing purposes, and we'll have a top speed of 290 kilometres an hour, at a cruising altitude of 60, 600 metres and up to 100 kilometre range. The vehicle will be 100% electric and will require only five to seven minutes for recharging, can you believe? The cabin can fit four passengers and will, at the start of the program, be piloted by a human being, but with a view to make them completely autonomous within a few short years as well. So your next Uber won't be driving up to you. It'll be landing beside you, and you can climb in and go for your ride. We're not going to expect to see that for another few years yet, like at least two to three years. But you know one thing, Hyundai, which has got a lot of experience creating their cars on a global scale, they're the ones going to be producing these air taxis. Now, the other announcement was uh, from our sponsor, Netgear. They were there, and they unveiled at CES uh, a couple of new products, including the new... Net, net, the new Mesh Wi-Fi Nighthawk system. So this is their new, uh, their Orbi, Orbi-like system. So this is Mesh Wi-Fi. So Nighthawk is different to Orbi because it offers customers a more advanced Wi-Fi solution. So customers who prefer for a bit more customization and personalization of their network, Nighthawk is really the brand for them. Uh, Orbi's kind of your, your easy to install, set and forget type of system. But Nighthawk has like things like dynamic QoS, that's quality of service, so you can automatically prioritise between, say, video streaming and online gaming. That, that's how, how granular you can get with a product. Expect to see this in the first half of the year, towards the first half of the year. Uh, it's also got a couple of Ethernet ports, and each, each satellite the, of the Nighthawk satellites has a, a, it's a square shape, uh, with a pattern on the top, they're quite small. About the imagine the size of a CD case. It's about eight centimeters tall. Uh, it, it, uh, it, it's pretty small, really discreet for your home. They'll be available in two packs and three packs as well. The other thing, Nor Orbi and uh, sorry Netgear announced is their four G LTE Orbi tri-band mesh Wi-Fi router. So, imagine living in an area where there's no access to traditional wired broadband. The Netgear 4G LTE Orbi Tri-Band Mesh System can give you a 4G connection. So the unit has a SIM card slot 
So rather than you, you can st- stick in the SIM card and have 4G connectivity throughout your house. So it'll take the connection and share it using the mesh Orbi system to the rest of the house. So you can either have a 4G connection or you can include it in a traditional Orbi so that the 4G satellite would kick in if your traditional connection falls over. So it's kind of like turns it into a smart modem. Uh, so if, if you don't have your traditional connection, if something happens, there's a blackout or something, or some, some kind of problem with your provider, then the 4G uh, SIM card, the network can kick in as well. Now, we also caught sight of the Netgear Nighthawk M5 5G mobile router. This is exciting stuff. This is that portable portable device that you can connect to the internet. I use the M2 nearly every day because it connects me to the Telstra network. But the M5, I'm told, will be unlocked. So it can be used on any available 5G network in Australia. So previously, you could only buy this through Telstra and use the Telstra network. Well, for when this is released later this year, you can use Telstra, Optus, or Vodafone, depending on which one's got the, the 5G network that you want to connect to uh, has the and gives you the best results. So expect to see that later this year. You can also connect up to 32 devices wirelessly to this thing as well. Really exciting stuff. The other thing we saw too was from Belkin. Belkin have partnered with a company called Devalier. Now, this is an audio company, that a very famous audio company, a high-end audio company, that have, that I think one of their really famous speakers is called The Phantom. And Devalier has partnered with Belkin and created a really high-end speaker, but with a difference. The top of the speaker is also a wireless charger. So imagine having this, this convenient product that produces stunning audio. We had to listen to it on the stand. But also, you put your phone that's capable of wireless charging on top and it'll charge your phone at the same time. Now, they've produced it in such a way where the the, the clarity is remarkable and there's hardly any vibration because they've got this technology called push-push. So they've got a push-push woofer. What that means is they've got these opposed speakers. So what they do, the vibrations they emit, and because they're, they're, because they're opposite each other, they cancel each other out. So it really reduces the vibration that the speaker produces. So your phone's not going to be bouncing around on top of this speaker. Uh, and and it, it also helps produce, of course, terrific sound. Now, this is expected in the first half of the year. We understand it's going to be about a $599 product. but So that's kind of HomePod, uh, Apple HomePod territory. But we heard this speaker, and it is as good, it sounds as good as a HomePod. So keep an eye out for that. Bluetooth speaker, of course, so you can connect to it however you want. Really impressive. If you want to check all of those stories out, we've got them for you at techguide.com.au. This is Tech Guide. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly supported by Netgear. They're Australia's number one Wi-Fi brand. Now, you upgrade your smartphone and your TV and your laptop, Well, when was the last time you upgraded your home Wi-Fi? Probably been a while. Well, Netgear has provided the future, and it's Wi-Fi 6. If you want to show, uh, if you want, to, if you watch your streaming service like Netflix and Disney Plus and all those, Apple TV, Stan, then you need the newest line of high-performance routers from Netgear. It'll give you streaming the VIP treatment. You get four times the capacity compared to today's Wi-Fi, which means you can connect more devices and stream simultaneously 
without impacting Wi-Fi speed and reliability. The device of today and tomorrow demand more, so give them more. What you need is high-performance Wi-Fi that can keep up with you and your entire family. It's the biggest revolution in Wi-Fi ever, and you can be one of the first to have the next generation of Wi-Fi 6 technology with a Netgear Nighthawk router. Turn your Wi-Fi up to 6 with a Nighthawk Wi-Fi 6 router. Go check it out today at netgear.com slash Wi-Fi 6. That's netgear.com slash Wi-Fi and the number 6. Now also present at the Consumer Electronics Show was TCL, uh, the TV company, but more importantly, what we're going to talk about through them are their smartphones. They they had uh, their new t- their new TVs, of course, 8K, 4K. But what really caught our eye were their new 2020 TV. Their their smartphones, I should say. TVs were good too, but their their new range of the TCL 10 smartphones. There's three in the lineup. Really impressive, including their first 5G device, the TCL 10 5G. It's going to be powered by Qualcomm's brand new Snapdragon 7 series. SOC processor. Uh, expect to see also the TCL 10 Pro, the TCL 10L, and the good news is that all these devices are going to be priced at less than US dollars, $500. So less than $500 US dollars. So that's going to be remarkable value. That's TCL really offering great quality. Remember last year they released the TCL Plex, which was a really impressive device. $499 had the features of a $1,000 phone. So they're continuing that tradition in 2020 with their new 10 series phones. Not too much news on the spec side because they're really focusing their main release of these devices at ne- uh, next month at the World at the Mobile World Congress in Barcelona. I'll be there. Uh, representing Tech Guide, of course, and we'll be t- talking to you more about the new TCL, new 10 series, the 10, TCL 10L, TCL 10 Pro, and the TCL 10 5G. We actually got a chance to get them in our hands, and they are very, very impressive. The TCL 10 Pro doesn't have a fingerprint reader on the back. It has got an in-screen fingerprint reader. All of the phones, too, have a quad camera system, some with main cameras that are 64 megapixel, and others have a 48 megapixel camera on board as well. So there's your main camera, telephoto, wide angle, all the all the cameras lining up across the back, four of them in total. Uh, the other phone company we saw too, and Alcatel is a sub-brand of TCL, was uh, the new Alcatel range. And again, Alcatel proving that they can offer the latest features, but still offer incredible value. They they released uh, they unveiled four different phones, including the Alcatel 3L. Uh, this this is a device that has a triple camera system. All of them have triple camera systems, including the 1S, the 1V, and the 1B. Uh, the 3L has a triple camera system, 48 megapixel main camera with an AI rear sensor. So it's uh, has an AI that can recognise up to 22 different scenes and optimise the image based on what it's looking at. Uh, the 5 megapixel camera has a 115 degree field of view. Really impressive for a phone of this this price. Has a 6.22 inch HD plus screen with a 19 by 9 aspect ratio. Uh, also has 64 gig of built in storage. Now, Moving down to the One Series, uh, they've all got 6.22-inch displays as well, powered by octa-core processors, would you believe? 
all-day battery life. Uh, the triple camera system on the 1S is 30 megapixel, 5 megapixel, and 2 megapixel, and it will be priced under 200 bucks. Can you believe? It's also got a feather pattern finish on the back, so it's got a really nice texture to it. Uh, the 1V will have a big screen experience, non-smudge design. The 1B will run the Android 10 Go edition. We'll have a quad-core processor, a large 3,000 milliamp hour battery, and a dedicated Google Assistant button. And all for that amazing price, under 200 bucks. Pretty good. Uh, that's TCL and Alcatel. The other, the other company we came across uh, was Sunto. Now, this is a Finnish company that has just released their new Sunto 7 smartwatch. So here's a, here's a device that is both a smartwatch and a sport watch. This is a well-known brand in the space. And at CES, they unveiled the premium Sunto 7. It's got the Qualcomm Snapdragon Wear platform on board. It's running Wear OS by Google and can be paired to an iPhone or an Android device. It's going to be available January 1 for $799. Now, here's a device with a nice bright OLED screen and has more than 70 sport modes, including running, cycling, skiing, surfing, and so much more. has accurate exercise tracking and you can also access your music controls as well as the Sunto app to get deeper training insights. So if you're serious about your training, Sunto can deliver here as well. The device also naturally has GPS tracking with a 12-hour battery life in that mode, but it also has new color offline outdoor maps so you can follow your progress through the bright OLED touchscreen. Uh, you can also extend, if, if you're using your... your you can take your exercise data from the Sunto and also connect with partner fitness apps like Strava as well. So it balances sport and everyday use. Wear OS, uh, which is owned by Google, and the heaps of apps you can also use through the Google Play Store on the platform as well. We're excited about this. I'm looking forward to getting this in my hand. The Sunto 7 going to be available January 31 for $7.99 from JB Hi-Fi. So the Sunto 7... Alcatel phones, TCL phones, you want to check all of them out, they are at techguide.com.au. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec. Alrighty, we're going to move now to the more, the quirkier products that we found at CES. And we found these products at a, at a uh, part of the show, it's a pre-show called CES Unveiled. This is a place where these small companies, small startups get a chance to show their wares, to debut their products. And we had a great look at some products that we're going to talk about now. The first one being Inupathy. That's I-N-U-P-A-T-H-Y, Inupathy. It's a device that can tell you how your dog is feeling. So you often wonder, I'm a dog owner, and you know sometimes you think, oh, the dog's a bit off today. You maybe not haven't eaten their food, or they're not really active. Here's a device that can strap to your dog's back, and it's a it contains a heart rate sensor. But the technology on board can interpret their heart rate to and relate that to a feeling, whether they're feeling uh, excited, relaxed, nervous, interested, depressed. They might sorry stressed. You know they they're a bit stressed out. So the different colours stressed. If it's purple, it's stressed. Beige is interested. Green is relaxed. Rainbow colours happy, and red is excited. So at a glance at this display, you'll be able to see exactly how your dog is feeling. 
I think this is a really cool product. It's had, well, There's also a video we've included on our story on Tech Guide. If you want to check it out, it's on YouTube as well. But it sort of gives you an idea of how it works, what it looks like. And any dog owners will tell you that this is kind of also almost like your dog being able to talk to you by you it telling you how it's feeling. Really handy. Now, while we're on the subject of pets and dogs, there was another product we, we saw called Wayzin. That's W-A-Y-Z-N. Ways in and how the word sounds is kind of describes what this provides for your dog a ways in to your home. This is a smart sliding glass door opener. Now, I've got these doors at my place sliding glass doors, and if the dog ever wants to go out or in, they stand at the door and just stare at the door until you come, <laughs> come over and open the door for them. Now, imagine a scenario where the, sl- the smart sliding glass door opener can recognize heat and movement and open the door for them. So you can, if say that in my case, the dog goes to the back door, weighs in, will detect the dog's there, and the mechanism will slide the door open. Then when they go out, it'll slide it shut again. Then when they want to come back in, it'll slide it open as well, so that you can, they can come in and out of your home without you having to get up and physically open the door yourself. Now, I hear you saying, what's going to stop a burglar coming to my house and standing near the door and this opens? Well, you can approve the door opening through your security camera. So you might get an alert, you can look through the camera and it's your dog wanting to come in or you can just turn it off. So it won't work when you're not home. So handy for if you're a pet owner uh, that, that wants to their dog, you want your dog to access your home. Well, it might even work with a cat, I think, as well. What, what, the guys on the stand at CES Unveiled only use dogs as the example, I think, because they're probably bigger than a cat. I don't know. Cat Does a cat want to go outside or come in? I'm not sure. Cat owners, let me know whether you'd use this. But a dog owner, and I'm one of them, this is a, a game changer. This is really cool. You want to read more about the ways in and the inupathy, you can check that out at techguide.com.au. Okay, moving on to some other quirky products, and we're talking now about a motion pillow. Now, what does a pillow, what does this pillow do? It can help you stop snoring. Now, is, there, is that a sound of cheering that I hear from some people? Are you a snorer yourself, or do you live with a snorer? Uh, no comment about how the situation is at my place, but let's just say that my wife often wakes up in a different room to me because she uh, can't stop me snoring. But you know what? Here's a product that can save our marriage and save your relationship, perhaps. It's called the Motion Pillow, and here's how it works. The pillow. You use it like a pillow, of course. But there's also a device that connects to the pillow that sits beside the bed. And this device is listening, can hear the unique sound wave of a snore. The minute, the second it hears that, it, it goes into action. It leaps into action, and what it does... It inflates one of four airbags on the pillow. So it knows which one is under your head and inflates it. And this means that your head moves position, forcing you to change position or perhaps roll over, thereby opening your airwaves and you stopping snoring. So every time this you start snoring, it's going to blow up a bag under your head, an airbag, and force you to roll over. Now it doesn't it's not it doesn't just end there either. This also provides some sleep stats. 
because there's a companion app, of course. It is a smart product, after all. So you can see how many times the bag was inflated, how many times you snored, how long you slept. So really is a handy way for you to provide some relief to your partner and stop snoring. The Motion Pillow, it's actually available now, this product, available now on Amazon. I've got a link to a video that we created on Tech Guide and also our story as well. Now, the last one we're going to talk about, this quirky products we found at CES. This one is if you're a new parent, you've got a new bub, this is the product for you. It's called Baby Brezza. And what it is, it is a, I, it's almost like an espresso machine for a baby. So what you do, you put in your formula and you put in your water and it can create the exact right amount of feed. Not only that, mixes it properly, but after it mixes it, it can also heat it up to the right temperature. Whether you want it at room temperature, slightly hotter, above room temperature, three different settings there. So all you need to do is pick up the bottle, feed your baby. Now, combines the formula and the water precisely, heats it to the, one of those three temperatures, as I said, room temperature, body temperature, warmer than body temperature. And when the formula gets low, it's even smart enough to order you some more. But here's where it gets even better. It records the times on an app that you fed your child. So no longer needing a pad and pen to say, right, he fed at 8.10 or she fed at 8.30, then again at 10.30 and 12. This will do that for you through the app. But also on top of that, it'll also allow you to take notes on the feed, whether little the baby, whether they drank the whole bottle, only half the bottle, didn't want it at all. All those notes are built in as well. So you get a digital record of the feed. Now, if anyone, any new parent will tell you this can be a great help, just sort of reduces the stress for new parents. Make sure they've got a well-fed baby. Now, this is available now too. It's $199 US dollars. Uh, link to their site, babybrezza.com, is at our story. There's also a video we did. You can see it in action, Baby Brezza. You can check it out at techguide.com.au. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly supported by Norton. They're the company that can protect you and your family online. Now, we live in a world where you're constantly connected. Cyber attacks are more prevalent than ever. So everything from phishing scams and ransomware to online predators and big data tracking your every move. Cyber threats have evolved, which means you have to as well. And that's exactly what Norton has done as well. New Norton 360 gives you next-level protection, combining the power of device security and a secure VPN to help keep you and your family safe and private online. So this is all-in-one protection for your devices and your online privacy. It's available now at retailers, leading retailers or AU. Norton.com. And now, answering all your tech questions, the Tech Guide Help Desk. The Tech Guide Help Desk, uh, proudly brought to you by Belkin. They're the company, if you wanted your chargers and, and cables and all these accessories, they are the company to go to, belkin.com forward slash au. I did have one question to the Help Desk, a person asking about Wi-Fi calling. Uh, and I think they were a little bit confused about Wi-Fi calling. They thought it was a feature that you activate on your modem. Uh, no, that's not how it works. Wi-Fi calling is a feature on your smartphone. If you've got a smartphone that's maybe two or three years old, including an iPhone, Android phone, Samsung phones, 
This feature allows you to use your Wi-Fi connection at home to boost your cellular signal. It kind of works like a backhaul for your cellular signal. So if you're living in a, in a say you're a Telstra customer, an Optus customer, you've got weak cellular connection at your house, turn on Wi-Fi calling, it'll boost your cellular connection using Wi-Fi on your phone. No need to touch your router. All you need to do is be connected to your Wi-Fi network, of course, but Wi-Fi calling is activated through your phone. So don't no connections on, no need to do anything to your router. It's on your phone. Wi-Fi calling, it can be an absolute lifesaver. And that's the end of our show for this week. Everything we've spoken about, of course, you can read about at techguide.com.au. And if you want to get in touch with us, please send us an email, info at techguide.com.au. We also want to give a bit of a shout-out to our sponsors, Netgear, yeah, the brand you can trust for all your Wi-Fi needs, and Norton, the company that can protect you and your family online. Thank you so much for listening. We look forward to you joining us again next week. So until then, stay safe and stay connected.